faithwire.com. 300 Christmas carolers are met with an obnoxious noise machine and some hecklers, but they have an awesome grace-filled response. We'll have that story and more. Today's Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. I'm Dan Andros, and we'll have that coming up on the 4 and 3 podcast today from CBN's Faithwire. Four big stories, three things you need to know about them, all from a Christian perspective. That's what we do here. You can find us on iTunes. Give us a subscribe. Be here every day. We're here every day. You may as well be with us. Joining me, as always, because they have to, Trey Gones Phillips <laughs> and Billy Hallowell from CBN's Faithwire. What's going on, guys? Well, living the dream as always. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, just in captivity. Yes. Stuck in this podcast forever. <laughs> you just wait there in the podcast room, in the audio room, and then yeah. I just we turn on the microphones, you get to talk, and then you're back in captivity. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, so I'm going to be talking about a, a German court who is uh, th- that's set to decide if pro-lifers can pray outside of a Planned Parenthood uh, affiliate abortion clinic. Oh. Uh, that's how crazy things are. They're, they're deciding whether they're allowed to pray outside the How the nice clinic. of them. How nice, dear leader. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, there you go, right? And then and then we've got this question. It's the persistent question every Christmas. Is there really a war on Christmas? We're going to look at that issue. <laughs> oh, man. And there's, there's lots of examples, so we'll see there here. Are. We're going to start there with story are. number one, which is kind of... Kind of one of those examples, Billy. Um, 300 Christmas carolers. They were out in uh, Moscow, Idaho. This is part of Christ Church. And uh, here's number one, the details. Uh, they were out. There were uh, about three, two to 300 carolers out there from Christ Church, as I said, in Moscow, Idaho. They were in Friendship Square, which is sort of the center of the town there. A nice little quaint downtown sort of area they have there in Moscow, Idaho. Um, and they were singing traditional Chris, Christmas music when all of a sudden this noise. Now I got I got to turn off this music. Now all of a sudden this noise came from a large speaker uh, that someone put in a window and like blasted it up to eleven. So I'll, I'll only do it for a couple seconds because it's it's horrible. But they're uh, you know they're trying to sing uh, joy to the world and, and here it is. So there you go. I'm not going to play any more of it because it's awful, but it's just <laughs> so angelic. It's it, so yeah. angelic. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's that noise. I mean, from if everyone's anyone's a Dumb and Dumber fan and, uh, you know, Lloyd Christmas is just like, hey, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? And then he makes the noise. It's it's pretty much that, but on a massive speaker. So um, so what do you do in that situation? There's They're trying to sing. And so what they end up doing is just it's fantastic. First of all, they gather together. And on a count of three, give a very loud Merry Christmas. And that was led by Pastor Doug Wilson. Uh, And then from there, they just went around the corner and went over to a nearby fountain. And then they just continued singing the songs. And they actually sounded really great. I think it must have been their choir or something uh, because they sounded fantastic. And so they kept on caroling. And they did offer, I saw one of the... the, Members of that church there was talking about how they still they were getting quoted in the local paper there and saying we still love them uh, regardless of those actions because one of the hecklers actually came down and I forgot to mention this was sort of essentially giving them um, you know foul gestures and 
and thumbs down and heckling and saying disparaging things as they were trying to sing. So uh, good for them to uh, just kind of gracefully respond and say, all right, we'll go to the different spot. And uh, they went and continued to do their thing on another on another corner and um, got everyone who wanted to got to hear beautiful Christmas music uh, in the cold, crisp air of Moscow, <laughs> Idaho. But why does it matter, guys? I mean, I think to your point, Billy, I mean, there's just it's to me, it was just a good way to respond to somebody responding negatively to. And I don't understand why you would respond so negatively. I mean, even if you're not a Christian, it's beautiful sounding music, right? I, people just singing acoustically, singing, you know, in a really nice way. So I don't know why you wouldn't just want to listen to it. But uh, but some people are pretty grinchy, I guess. And um, so why does it matter? I just think their response was really graceful and um, probably probably spoke volumes to anyone who was around. Can we talk about the real issue, though? The fact that these magnificent people were able to continue singing with that sound going. <laughs> yes. No, that's a very good point. And it very was ironic. Point. I mean, my favorite part is that they're, you know, they're singing these lines from Joy to the World about repeating this <laughs> joyous sound. And as they're singing that, this thing is blaring in the right. background. But very, very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. And you're trying to make this point. As if you're the guy, you know, putting the sound thing up there, you're trying to make this point that what they're doing is so bad, but the sound you're making is so awful and horrible <laughs> sounding. And yet the Christians, what they're singing is beautiful sounding and um, almost angelic, dare I say it, sounding. And um, I mean, it's just kind of apropos, I would think, right? To, you know, yeah, but yeah, well, they have a they had a permit, I'm sure too, and I'm sure the obnoxious sound machine man did not. No, he didn't. He, he got was he got cited. In fact, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he got cited and then stopped doing it when they went around the corner, and uh, so all all is I mean, well that ends well. This is what seems to be happening in in Moscow, Idaho, which is mm -hmm. is not you know Moscow and Russia, but no. they, but uh, they like last year we wrote a story about uh, they arrested the Idaho the police in that town uh, arrested three Christians who were singing hymns in an outdoor worship service <laughs> yeah, because they were gathering outdoors right. and it was so dangerous we're socially distant. in the midst yeah in the midst of covid they weren't all wearing masks when they were singing uh, hymns in a big old parking lot <laughs> right uh, and then, then the, there were teenagers who faced criminal charges for posting protest stickers yeah. opposing mask mandates uh, <laughs> if you remember that story so it's like they've been coming after the, the christians yeah. and the conservatives in idaho for a while so the noise machine is just the newest grinch on the block i think yeah so we've we've talked to them a few times out there at christ church so yeah. we'll see if we can get them back on and uh, talk a little bit about this latest incident. The funny thing about those stickers, by the way, Trey, that you mentioned real quick is, mm -hmm. is that they were kind of jokingly referring to Moscow as I think there was a hammer and yes. sickle on the on the sticker, and then yeah, they go was... and take them all down. You know, so it was kind of it was kind of like you're proving their point, but. Um, Anyhow, and by the way, they the response that the, some of the protesters, some of the teens who put the stickers up, they said, "Well, you did leave F Trump, like, right? Obviously, right. an, an expletive yeah. Trump stickers up, and didn't have any issue with those. <laughs> no, but hmm. so yeah. anyway, we'll Indeed. see if we can catch up with them. Yeah. So, all right, uh, story number two. So, a court in Germany, in Mannheim, Germany, has agreed to hear uh, an appeal from a group uh, with it's a, the German chapter of 40 Days for Life, the pro-life group. Um, uh, participants in Pforzheim, Germany, were, were banned 
this is uh, number one, the details. Uh, they were banned from holding peaceful prayer demonstrations in 2019 outside of Profamilia, uh, which is described as an abortion advisory center. Uh, Profamilia is also a member organization of the International Planned Parenthood Federation. Uh, so they, in 2019, this group of, of believers, of pro-life Christians, went outside, uh, not disturbing anything, really just held what they called a private, uh, a, a, a peaceful prayer vigil. Uh, but the, the abortion group did not like that. Uh, so they were, they were banned by the, 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 the city at the time. And then in May, a, a court backed that up and said, yeah, you're, you're still banned from praying. But then a higher court, like I said, an appeals court uh, just last week said, okay, you're, you're allowed to present an appeal. Uh, so this is what one of the leaders of the pro-life group said, and I think is super interesting. She said, this is about more than our group in Fortsheim. Uh, she said, it's about whether prayer-free zones are lawful or whether one is allowed to represent different opinions in the public square. This is why we will continue fighting for this freedom. Uh, so, like I said, last week, uh, the, the court agreed to hear arguments uh, about the case, uh, and the uh, Alliance Defending Freedom International is a group representing them. Uh, so we'll see what happens. It's just, it's crazy to me uh, that, that there are, are places that want to say you can't even have prayer they're not doing anything they're not even doing like here in the united states we've covered this billy and dan a lot uh, in the u.s whether you know jeff durbin or whoever who are 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 up in the parking lot like praying with people and trying to talk with people who are going into abortion clinics there's nothing wrong with that but this group wasn't even doing that all they were doing was standing away from the group uh, or away from the building and praying uh, quietly to themselves uh, and the pro-abortion group didn't like that. Uh, so I think that's why it matters here is is the fact that there there are people who are who are saying you can't even hold prayer, you can't even talk, you can't even discuss things. Like that's an affront. You're 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 disturbing people who want to have abortions. Uh, and I, you know, I just wonder what kind of culture we're creating where we're not even allowed to to pray. There're not a whole lot of details about this because it's just now coming out uh, because they've been quashed over and over again. So this is this is the the very beginning of the process. So we'll see what happens, but it's just a crazy story that we're in this place where prayer is now something private prayer that just happens to be happening nearby you uh, is is some sort of invasion of your privacy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Billy. <clears throat> well, I, just, I, I guess like what comes to mind is the conviction of it because I think these events, these things, yeah, where we see people pushing back and say, "Oh, you can't be here," it's because people feel convicted. They don't want to feel convicted. Yeah. They mm. want that pass. Again, and I'm going to say it every day because I'm going to be annoying. I'm going to keep saying it. What you think, what you feel, it's the only truth you can know. When people embrace that, it, it, it again infects everything. And I think this is an example of that. And I, at the same time, it just reminds me of how fragile, and, and we've heard this a million times, and it sounds so cliche, but how fragile our freedoms and our liberties are. And they, they really are, though. If, if we don't stand up and defend them, and that's why I love the quote that you read, Trey, then they are going to evaporate very quickly. And whoever is in charge, and right now it's it's secularists who are dominating, it's going to be their will that is done in, in any land, not just in America. So, yeah, a lot to think about there. Yeah, I'll just throw in there, Bill. You mentioned that uh, people are kind of, they, they want to avoid the truth. And, I mean, it just really makes me think we see so much Romans 1, 18, and I'm just going to read it. It says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. And 
I, I just think you see so much of that, especially when you're confronted with truth, they have to actively suppress it down because like you said, I mean, you don't want to be convicted by that. Um, you know, it's, it's the, the gospel and the Bible has a way of, you know, in the spirit has a way of convicting us in our sin. And so people suppress that and want to, and kind of want to avoid it. I think that's a natural tendency that we see in this yeah. fallen world. Yep. Yeah. And I want to add in real quick, this is a, a statement from the ADF senior counsel there. Uh, he said, it's encouraging that the court sees merit in the case. Uh, and then he added, by prohibiting even silent prayer near an abortion clinic, the Fortsheim authorities have gone far beyond what could be considered reasonable or proportionate. Whether or not people agree uh, with the views of the pro-lifers on the sanctity of life, everyone can support the importance of the fundamental right to freedom of expression, religion, and assembly. Uh, so we'll see what happens. This is, like I said, just at the beginning stages. Uh, they're just now hearing arguments. We'll see what happens. But it's it's interesting, and it's it's kind of scary to see uh, that this is something that has to be decided uh, in a court, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. in Germany, it's it's you'd think of all places that they'd maybe be a little more cautious on some of this stuff. On religious but, but, freedom, yeah. yeah, and they're the same way though with homeschooling. I mean, I think they've got right. some pretty strict homeschooling laws if they even allow it. I'd have to look that up, but I mean, I, I recall seeing some pretty strict things yeah. there. So it's just kind of. Yeah. yeah. History just keeps tripping over itself. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it's, it's just like, I, I don't, I don't understand, but, but at the end of the day, it, like any society that these societies all pride themselves on being these big 10 opens, but they're not, they're only no. open to the views. They, the government <laughs> right. views, right. the government they, approved right. views. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Exactly. Let's head, let's head into story number three, Billy. Well, let's just start with Donald Trump. Donald Trump, <laughs> when he, even before he was president, go back to 2015 he talked about the war on Christmas and he said at the time, quote, I'm a good Christian. If I become president, we're going to say we're going to be saying Merry Christmas That's at every right. store. Remember that you can't have you can't. He said you could leave happy holidays at the corner. <laughs> um, and you know, he kind of he said a bunch of stuff about <laughs> the whole happy holidays and, um, you know, war on Christmas. But it's really interesting because every year we have the same discussion and a lot of people in the secular world. Oh, Christians are just, you know, they're looking to be victims. And but we can I mean, I can recount probably a trillion stories that we've all told about atheist groups going after nativities about, um, I mean, I live in a town where they renamed the Christmas tree event, the holiday tree lighting, <laughs> um, you know, and they've since renamed it, which is interesting back to Christmas. Cause I think people realized it was ridiculous, but this idea, maybe it's the terminology, the war on Christmas that bothers people. I don't know, but there is a new study that came out a survey rather, um, asking Americans what they believe. And what's really interesting about this is that the belief that there is a war on Christmas, and this is the belief that um, politicians are actively attempting to remove religious components from the holiday season, that it is the strongest it's ever been. 37% of Americans believe that there is a war on Christmas. And this is up from 29% who said the same in 2013. That's that's interesting to me. So there's, there's an increase there. <clears throat> now here's where the Trump part is really intriguing. He has claimed even recently that, you know, he's kind of brought Christmas back, right? Like he's kind of taking credit for that. Right. But among Trump supporters, uh, 71% believe that there is a war on Christmas. That's the strongest. And uh, you have very large percentages of Republicans saying the same. But there was another group that emerged because there were there were these three groups that were sort of driving this increase, and it's Hispanics. Um, and there really wasn't any analysis in this survey of why, but Hispanic Americans in 2013, only 9% believed 
that there was a war on Christmas, and that has swelled to 39%. I mean, that's a huge increase Mm. in this latest survey. So it's, listen, why does it matter? It's interesting because I think people, you know, when a term takes and they don't like the term, they kind of avoid the reality of it. But the reality is there are plenty of people who water down the holiday season every single year. This is not something, it's not a lie, it's not made up. It doesn't mean that we're all the most persecuted, but but it seems like people are picking up on that more and more in this country. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think I told you guys this off the air, but uh, my pastor was sharing a story. They do a Christmas parade every year, and the one the uh, he overheard in the side, because we have like a presence in there, our church, and he overheard a woman saying, what's all this uh, religion doing in the uh, Christmas parade this year? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so... You know, maybe there's not a war on Christmas with guns and ammo flying around, but uh, there it certainly seems to be this kind of a subversive war where subconsciously kind of people on the outside don't even realize what Christmas actually is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, there's there's this um, semantical game that we play with with the, the secular side, particularly the left, uh, when it comes to this, quote unquote, war on Christmas, because there's a lot of straw man arguments that are employed. People will point Christians and conservatives will point out, here's this issue of how we're kind of erasing Christmas from the conversation. And then the secular left world will say, you're claiming to be persecuted, which is, it was not the claim, uh, but that's, you know, you're, that, that's what is said. And then uh, where Christians, I think, mess up or conservatives stumble is they then engage that argument. So then it becomes this argument about whether you're being persecuted or not, which was never the conversation to begin with. Uh, So I think that's part of the reason why people don't want to talk about it because they don't want to step into that argument and Mm. potentially get themselves trapped. But I think it is true that there are certainly there's certainly evidence that we have in the past over over the years tried to distance ourselves culturally from. Christmas and we yeah. you know happy holidays and we just like you said uh, Billy it's lighting the holiday tree <laughs> though it is interesting to see over the last two years or so at least anecdotally just in my experience I've seen kind of a resurgence of of Christmas which is interesting to I mean it's good but it's interesting <laughs> to see that shift happen over the last few years mm. in light of Trump though like and, and you do I mean yeah. there is this element of Trump has a lot of sway whether people like him or not and I yeah. think saying like hey I'm I'm gonna take this on it's an issue whether it is or not to the level he believes it is, it does it does elevate it. Now, I also want to add here, though, I, I do feel like when you look at the left and the right, I, I feel like the left denies a lot of the things that are going on when it comes to grievances that the right has, right? So, for instance, we would say, oh, there's a war on Christmas, or, oh, you know, there's bias in media, or and these things that are very verifiable and provable that the left deny, oh, that's not happening, you're crazy, you're making it up, that's not true. And it is interesting because I I think on the right, when they complain, again, I'm not even saying that I'm agreeing with the justification for these complaints, but they're, but the right's a little bit more direct and, you know, they'll go after the left on CRT and and they, and they own it. Right. So it's interesting to see that difference. I feel like the war on Christmas is just another example of a reality that people are refusing on the left to acknowledge. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, that is all the time we have for today, guys. I just want to end on this note. It, today is December 7th, and if that date doesn't ring a bell, it should because it was this date in 1941 when we had the attack on Pearl Harbor that eventually launched us into World War II. So um, one of those things, have you guys ever gone to the uh, to the Pearl Harbor Museum? No. I have not. And that's, I have not. 
That's on my bucket list of things to do. I mean, uh, you know, it's just such a monumental event trip. in our in our world in our world history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. I'll have to wait. I guess until until COVID is over and everything. So, yeah, but who knows? So never, you'll never. So be, never, you'll never. I'll never going. go there. I'll just put on some <laughs> Google uh, whatever those three sixty virtual things, <laughs> Oculus. I'll just do it that way. How about that? <laughs> Close second. Close yeah, close second. second close second. All right. That's all the time we have for today. As always, head on over to faithwire.com and cbnnews.com. For more news from a Christian perspective, we will be back here tomorrow. God bless. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs>